That's the spirit. You'll be celebrating life day before you know it. Put that cookie down! Now! Oh, the TV's broke. What are we gonna do all night? Celebrate the birth of Christ. Fragile! It must be Italian. Happy holidays and welcome back to Movie Issues. I'm your host, Leland, here with my annoying elf, Spooky. What up, Grinches? Ah, uh, it is the holiday season. Mmm. Cookies. Oh, yeah. Apple cider. Delicious. Oh, I got a pumpkin apple cider. What? I know. Go with me. It's like a malt cider. So it's like... Real thick? Like a shake? No. Like like malted mead, like you cook oh. wine. Malt. Oh, oh, I was thinking like a malt, like a like down it, to the ice cream shop. I, is it said the same or am I saying it wrong? Mold? Molded wine? No. Molded well, there's cider? like malt liquor. Malt liquor? I think, I think malting is a way to do a thing. Anyway, it's a hearty apple cider with a hint of pumpkin behind it. So is it alcoholic? Is it like a, a hard cider? with? No, no, you can buy it for two okay. for five at the Vons. Huh. It's really good. I just... Bot- bottom line, I'm three boxes deep. It's really like good. Three three cases? No, little boxes. They, you know, 10 to a box. Okay. Like, so, yes, 15 packages have been <laughs> been used. Are they, are they like juice boxes? Because <laughs> now it's sounding like like a lot, but if it's a Capri Sun, then, then, then I get it. Uh, it's Capri Suns. I don't like Capri Suns, but there is something uh, very satisfactory about punching the bag with a little straw. Capri Sun was always the superior uh, juice box. I, I kind of like... Um, the high C? Treetop apple out of a box. Oh, sure, if you're a nerd. I just like apple juice, but I don't want a ton. So no, I that, can't. I just can't that little know. box is just the just, appropriate just the right, size. Just right. Just Every time size. I go to Disneyland, I need to buy a $9 little box of apple juice so I, I can feel like I'm having apple juice somewhere happy. <laughs> hey, man. That's, I can't tell you why. That's, that's your role. I ain't, ain't going to be mad at it. <laughs> uh, candy canes. Mm. Stockings, trees. As I look around, chestnuts. Okay. As I look around your Palacio estate, mm. which is not decorated whatsoever, I don't actually own any Christmas stuff. You can just go to the big lots and get you a fake tree for like ten bucks. And just take the food out of my mouth, why don't you, Leland? <laughs> this ramen don't grow on trees, pal. I feel that was a bit extreme. <laughs> We'll cook it and then decorate your tree with it. <laughs> Just string noodles yeah. on a tree that I stole from outside. I stole from my landlady's yard. She has enough of them. I don't think she's going to miss one. She'll be all right. Uh, yeah, no, it's all Christmassy. Um, you brought to the table today um, an Oreo. Yeah. The uh, seasonal holiday Christmassy <laughs> peppermint Oreo. I've never had a peppermint Oreo before. Um, it's, I mean, like, Oreo, five years ago, it was just Oreo. And that was it. There was no, there was nothing fancy about it. There was no, you know, getting crazy with Oreos. But now, it like we were talking today, it seems like it'd be tough to find a regular Oreo. I did. I had a regular one today. You lie. It tasted really weird. Because <laughs> it wasn't festive. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't all jacked up with, like... Shit. Um, well, this is interesting. I don't like this. <laughs> no? I don't. I have no real reason. 
Like it's not. It tastes exactly like I imagined it would. A candy cane cream smushed between two chocolate cookies. No, I, I, I guess maybe I just don't like peppermint and chocolate together or something. I'll tell you what it tastes like. Mm. A poor man's thin mint. That's fair. Mm. We're just gonna put that back together and place <laughs> you it. You licked right the back. inside. I'm gonna eat it later. Are you? <laughs> oh yeah. No, it's cookie. I'll eat it later. <laughs> I had a candy cane frappuccino at Starbucks. Oh man, they got that eggnog frap back. Fuck I, that. The I can, love that eggnog frap. The candy frap. cane one was actually really good. Was it? It was like you melted the candy cane okay. and then put the nice. <laughs> okay. Like I've had I've had the peppermint mocha. Uh, that was my jam. For Very a little similar, while. but more sweet. Less less chocolate. Yeah, or yeah. no chocolate. Or no chocolate. Yeah. yeah. So it's just a peppermint. Fry. I'm not an egg log. Egg log. Egg egg log. Yeah. Um, I don't like the eggnog latte, but I will drink eggnog. Do you actually like to put alcohol in your eggnog? I'll take it however it's served. I can't. I had homemade eggnog at a Christmas party the other day. Oh yeah. Like they made it. Nice. In front of us and then served it. I think we it did was that once as a kid. Fucking awesome. Yeah. It was pretty damn good. And it had all kinds of... Um, Booze? Whiskey. Uh, yeah, apparently like <laughs> bourbon and whiskey are kind of... Mm-hmm. The th- or, and brandy are the things to put in it. Yeah. I just can't get in on it. Like, as soon as you start putting alcohol, I kind of tune out. I don't well, like it. You can have it straight up. I do. Yeah, I, I like, like it, it anyway. Yeah. I just don't like it hot. Uh, what? Like a what? latte. What weird savage... Oh, a Starbucks yeah. thing. Okay. What do you think I was talking oh, about? Well, I get the eggnog frap, so it's not hot. Yeah, no. Uh, but, but I was thinking like literally like a steamy mug of, of hot eggnog. That sounds gross. Right? Sounds like French onion soup. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like Which is gross, too. Sounds like something that the French do. <laughs> heating up weird stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, I know that there used to be back in the day at Starbucks during the Christmas time when the red cups would descend on us. Was the um, shortbread latte? I remember that. That was fucking good. Yeah. And of course, they never sold it ever again. Oh, Snapple doesn't make the apple pie Snapple anymore. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that caramel brulee, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was you, a good you, thing. You've talked about that one to me a handful of times. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm too deep on those free. Uh... Oh, you've got the the card. You're, oh, you're stamping yeah, the card oh, again. Hell's yeah. yeah! I stamp those things. Every I don't year. go as much anymore. Well, so. you know what? Starbucks is not giving anything for free very often, so I got to <laughs> take true. advantage of it. Get in when you can. But you know, I do. Do you, the audience, like Starbucks holiday drinks? Of course you do. <laughs> you're Westernized. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to a podcast in your free time. Yeah, that's true. You'd be making something of your life. Um. You'd be whittling toys for the market fair. <laughs> The market fair. I don't know, whatever happened to the third world. <laughs> oh. Third was, world don't have podcasts. I was just thinking the Midwest. <laughs> Still westernized. Yeah. I'd, I'd say if anything. I, you know, but, I'm going to say it's not. I've driven through there and talked to those people. They're not. You know what? <laughs> It's very backwards. <laughs> they, they, they're still using terminology the, that I don't use publicly. The, the, oh, you mean like colored people? Could be one of them. Yeah. I, I would say saying the word colored probably would be a step up. Yeah. Well, I wasn't going to go any further than that. <laughs> well, either am I, but Fuck I'm just me. going to say. Yeah. <laughs> I've spent a little time in the South. and <laughs> They're assholes. Really. Like, but even like nice people used like words I will never say so casually, mm-hmm. it made my skin crawl. Yeah. It's fucking weird. 
Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> the South is still 10 years behind us. Uh, so we were thinking, as, as, as we like to do here, we like to do some sort of holiday. Like we did our family festive film last week with uh, Jingle All the Way, which I'm glad I can safely say I never need to see again. You're welcome. And then, you know, we usually do one horror movie. And and then we do like you know a straight up Christmas flick, but so I guess this week would be our horror slash Christmas, but not Christmas flick because it got us thinking about there are there there's a few very popular movies in the zeitgeist that are Christmas films, but they're not like they distinctly not, take place during Christmas. But Christmas is a backdrop. Yeah, it, it, it's like the zombies on The Walking Dead. Yeah. They're just there, but. Which got us thinking, like, what are some of our favorite Christmas movies that aren't taking place at Christmas? Um, Gremlins, of course, is one of them. That's why we're doing it this evening. And, you know, it's Gremlins, so why not? And we did part two, so eventually you knew part one was coming. It's got to happen. Uh, but there's, like, um, uh, Lethal Weapon mm-hmm. takes place at very much at Christmas time. Die Hard, very famously. Watched it the other night for probably the first <laughs> time in a decade. Really? Well, I, How's it, that hold up? You know what? It still holds up pretty far. Yeah? Right? What makes me angry about it, though, is compared to the the newer two, four and five, it's which is so... Different. Well, not so much of that. Like, yes, you get past it. Now John McClane is, you know, superhuman, super but... That they were so afraid of the R rating in those last two. So when you watch the first three, which are not afraid of the R rating, blood, mm-hmm. guts, and titties, and F-bombs, all galore, it made me really appreciate those first three again. Yeah. Um, like, I had forgotten how many F-words were, <laughs> like, it's it every re- other word. Is it a- really making things better? It makes me feel like I'm watching a rated R movie that's an action movie for me, not a movie that's been dumbed down for a kid. Like, I never I never really feel like I need lots of cursing or I need nudity or I need blood and gore. I never feel like these things inherently make a movie that much better. There are definitely times when I feel like, well, this would be better suited if there was. The, the tone of the movie deserves something more graphic. Um, but I mean, and I haven't seen the Die Hard movies in fucking probably close to like 15 to 20 years, but I, to my memory, I don't remember the cursing or the, you know, the, the blood splatters from, you know, multiple gunshots, things like that. Yeah. I hear you. Okay. I don't disagree. Okay. But that's why I'm watching a rated R movie. But I'm saying, like, it doesn't I have think to be my, hard. where I'm at now, though, is that I'm irritated that it, they were so hardcore and awesome, and they've been dumbed down for marketing. They've that been, drives me they, crazy. They became more popularized to to fit the the modern action taste. Which buds. is weird, because the people going to that are people that are my age that remember when the movies were... Like, new kids don't know who the fuck Bruce Willis is. But do they give a fuck? They're going to go if, watch the One Direction movie. <laughs> Like, <laughs> Granted, the Star one direction Willis. <laughs> the one direction people will not go see the next Die Hard movie. But that's not all of kids. Unless Bruce Willis saves is one of them named Harry Liam? Is there a Liam? I think there is. Is there a, a Benedict? It's very Englishy. Possible? A James. Probably a James. I, th- I think there's a Harry and a Harold, Liam. Harold maybe? Harold. Um is is there a, a Rupert? 
Harry Potter. Yeah, that's where I started going. <laughs> I'm just saying it was really good to watch it. I enjoyed it. It was well, you know, cool. yippee-ki-yay, I'm motherfucker. That, I'm glad that it holds no, up. But you know what did hold up? Because he fucking, Michael Winslow down at the bottom helping him out? It wasn't Michael Winslow, man. It's Carl Winslow. Fuck me. <laughs> Michael Winslow was, is police academy. Yeah, you're right. You're Carl's right. Winslow's married to Harriet. <laughs> had the deal with Steve Urkel. Damn it. I, was re- I felt really good. I pulled that out. But well, I know what you meant because I can read yeah, you. But you're my pal. I will. I will admit though, I had a thorough good time watching uh, Alan Rickman come in and just lay his dick out all over that set. Just kind of like, mm, I am Mr. Potter because he is awesome and everything. But it was awesome seeing him as Hans Gruber again, which yeah. I haven't seen in a while. Yeah. Uh, but you know, like Lethal Weapon, I always get a kick out of that. Iron Man 3 technically just falls into that category. Yeah, we a Christmas found, movie that's at Christmas We time. found it on a list of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's snow about. <laughs> it's a Christmas... There's a giant Christmas tree. Is there? Remember he dressed up to give her that giant teddy bear rabbit? Nope. You've only seen it the one time. Just so, the one time. Yeah, I know. You're anti-Iron Man 3. Um, Batman Returns. That's another yeah. One. We yeah. did that one last year for yeah. Christmas. Trading Places takes place during Christmas. I don't think I've ever it. seen that except it's like fun. once or twice. It like, is fun. Um, a the, good Aykroyd movie. The Ref. I've never seen The Ref. The Ref is really funny. Is it? <laughs> Definitely set in it's, that time period. Yeah, that's the problem. It's with a the slice ref. of the nineties. Yeah, it was way. You're like, oh, that's right. Dennis Leary was really funny and popular at one point. Uh, Go is definitely a high school movie that I remember being at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was one of those few first kind of Pulp Fiction mini stories that you have no idea what's happening. And they connect to one. Oh. Uh, Edward Scissorhands, which I honestly did not remember was at Christmas time until you said it tonight. Yeah. It's like Again, there's snow about, but... I it's, think there's a Christmas tree at one point. There, yeah, there's probably one in the window. No, but, but you know what? It's I, it only takes place at Christmas, like at the end, of the beginning, it, because most of the time it's the summer you know when he's cutting all the hair. That that movie takes place within the span of a year, because don't they Does find really? don't they find him yeah. in, in winter and then he goes back in winter? Sure. So it, the movie's life is is the span of a I'll year. I'll be honest; it's been quite a while since I've sat through it. Um, I will have to say, though, it is probably one of Tim Burton's most beautiful films, but it is fuck-all depressing. Like, that's not one you put on if you want to have a feel-good day. No, yeah, you're right. But there is a really good joke that came out of it on Family Guy that tickles me pink every time I watch it, is when they talk about how he's a worse babysitter than Edward Scissorhands is, and it shows like this young couple giving their baby over to Johnny Depp, and he's like, I'll take care of it like it was my very own, and he closes the door, skips a beat, opens it, it's dead. (laughs) (laughs) That's not nice. Really makes me funny. <laughs> I like the family guy. <laughs> you do. And the dark humor. I do like some dark humor. But anyway, so Gremlins. Well, dark humor. Gremlins. Uh, f- chuck full of dark humor, in this, my opinion. You know what? The, the, the comedy of this movie is really kind of All over weird. the map. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, it, it is all over the map, but that's kind of, I think, the beauty of the movie. But it's like... That's kind of the Joe Dante... Style. Yeah, yeah style. he's kind of into that. But, like, I, I think, you know, you got... 
the movie already starts very weird, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, you've got, you know, Billy's dad, Rand, you know, short for Randall, you know, rolling around in Chinatown in some... In, like, un- seedy back streets. Yeah, of right. And some he, Chinatown you know, someplace. And, and, he, and he basically steals this mogwai. Um, eh, I, I wouldn't call it steal. He pays for it. He, gives, he pays someone for it. Perhaps not the owner. Not the owner. I don't know. The owner's kid. When like, Chinese man comes in later and chucks the money like a like a pimp does yeah. <laughs> at the end of the movie, I cease me to believe stealing. <laughs> Here's your money. Why don't you go clean yourself up? Yeah, your money's on the counter. Chocolate. <laughs> it is. It's it's weird because like right away, I, I'm very. I'll admit, I know my corner of the world. Mm. I am sure there are animals out there common to other countries that I would look at and just be perplexed. Mm -hmm. But I still feel like if I saw a tiny furry animal bipedal that seemed sentient enough to sing a song, I'd really question what the fuck that thing is. Also, it was bilingual. Yeah, we find out later it's bilingual. And can read. Can read? Yeah. So. Pitch perfect. We're missing the point. It also talks. It has words. It says words, yeah. I, 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 Loves TV. I would, you're very, right. Very, very coherent. I mean, when he gives it to Billy yeah. and it starts saying his name right away, yeah. my first is like, kill it with fire. It's a it's, demon. It's a demon. <laughs> Which like, has been our question on this podcast before several times is, what exactly is a mogwai? And, and they go, well, what is it? Oh, it's a mogwai. Oh, okay. No one expresses any more yeah. questions beyond that specific so like, statement. Oh, well, why didn't you tell me I was oh, a mogwai uh, when uh, I mog- came in? Yeah, a mogwai. Yeah, Clearly they live in a world where magical things can happen. There's nothing magical about this. A fantastical creature that talks? I think that's pretty fucking magical. Okay, you think you think he's a magical creature? Like like a like a wyvern or a, a what? Like a dragon? Like a dragon. Like a dragon is a I, magical I, creature? I, 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 oh, I, I'm not denying that a dragon is not okay. a magical creature. I just don't think a dragon is in existence in this particular world. Well, no, but a, I'm saying... I mean, clearly a Chinese dragon. Well, yeah, but I'm saying like... Because it you runs consider... down the street at New Year's with all those people's feet underneath it. It sure does. But you're saying like Gizmo uh, and Mogwoys, if there is in fact another one out there, uh, which would happen in the third movie. He finds his love interest. <gasps> a female Mogwai. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Named Molly. <laughs> Just thinking of things. Hermione. Um, At this that, point, why the fuck not? <laughs> that that it, it's like a, it's a magical creature, like like a dragon or like a bugbear. I would think of it more like in the world of Hellboy, where there's a lot of creatures that we are just not amongst to know. Kind of interdimensional. Yes. Okay. Maybe it's an it's. Oh my god! Remember the Punky Brewster cartoon? It's Gomer. It fell through a rainbow world and it can't get back. You mean Rainbow Bright? No, that's the other one. <laughs> Don't you remember the Punky Brewster cartoon? No. Yeah, it's, there was a rainbow one day in a park, and this little furry creature named Gomer fell out of the rainbow, and it stayed with her and Henry and her cast of crew, and they went on a magical adventures every week. Wow. Yeah. That show got really weird. Oh, just the cartoon. Okay, the cartoon. The show itself stayed pretty reality-based. Okay, know, with, okay. With Cherry getting stuck in a refrigerator and Margo and Adam giving her the CPR. Why do I know their names that fast? Because <laughs> you were there, and unlike me, you remember things. <laughs> Look, 
we all, well, not you, because clearly younger, <laughs> but my small generation had to watch the cherry stuck in the refrigerator <laughs> episode in school to teach us CPR. Like, very nice. special nice. episodes of facts of life or mm. growing pains or whatever, you know. I had such a crush on Punky Brewster. As Punky Brewster or now? Both. Creepy. What? Not me, young and old, for Obviously, Punky. I'm saying I, as I grew, she grew as well, and I, I found her I, to be a I, lovely I, woman. I understand. I just... You know, yeah. I think she's hot. It's cool. Her and um, oh, the Wonder Years, Danica Patrick. Oh, Winnie Cooper? Winnie Cooper. Never. She got way hotter. She was kind of cute back she then. She weird face. Mm-mm. She is a gorgeous, intelligent lady. Oh, about, you know what it is? I listened to her on the Nerdist, and I felt she was very pretentious and oh, much no smarter way. than me. I thought she was so adorable. I, I was just like, I don't like you. I thought she was adorable. <laughs> so, you know, I grew up with you, and I don't like you. <laughs> the um, yeah, yeah, you know, it's just weird that no one questioned like this. What it is, everyone just animal. accepts this demon very simple. Yeah, <laughs> granted, not what the movie is about. But funny to think like about. It, yeah, if you get hung up on that, the entire movie crashes to a halt. I think it's, you have to accept yeah. the fact that this Mogwai is not weird, or the fact that he takes his dog to work. Yeah, that was that just annoyed me on a personal. I level. couldn't get past why no one ever shut the uh, yelled at Mrs. Deagle. I just honestly, I still can't get past it because it's not real. The, in the script, no one has the balls to yell at her, but in reality, that bitch got shanked. Uh, I I th- I think because we don't have the perspective of growing up in a small town like that. It's very like, true. There's always like the bully in high school that no one messes with. That's that's Mrs. Deagle. I just feel that someone sure. at one point in Alcohol, she'd have got stabbed like, in an alley. I just feel at some point someone in it just is moving out of town, no longer under her reign, and just goes over there spits in her face and tells her what a cunt she is. Sure, but that didn't happen in this movie. Right, but I'm thinking the movie that happens after that, the Mrs. Deagle story. (laughs) (laughs) The the rumors go, uh, someone stood up to her and now they're gone. And then that rumor develops to someone stood up to her and she had them killed. Which is probably, she sent them other cats. (laughs) I just, I I don't know. Like, I just don't like... I, I don't like watching bullies in any situation. And so she is the it, fucking worst. And she's Corella de Villish in her villainy that yeah. she wants to kill his dog. She's Corella McScrooge. Yeah. And, and she's that, denying people like extensions on their mortgages when they're clearly like about to starve to death yeah. on Christmas Eve. And she's like, well, I know what you'd be wanting from Santa this yeah, year. Yeah. She's basically, you're right. She's the Mrs. Scrooge. She could have turned around and said, you know, anything about decrease the surplus population <laughs> yeah. and send them to the poorhouses. You know, that's fine. Boy, what day is it? <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> then fuck off. <laughs> she, she kicks Bean Bunny down the street. <laughs> but I just, I just, it really, I, I couldn't get past it. It's just like, because it's been a while since I've sat through this, and I just went, yeah. man, she is really nasty. It was like a couple years ago, I was going through, um, uh, I was watching all the original Disney movies, like from start to finish, yeah. just watching like the progression of animation and character development, just blah, blah, blah. And I got the Cinderella. And I remember always knowing the evil stepmother was kind of a bitch. No. Bitch is not good enough of a really? word. She is so vile in that movie. Just like, oh man, huh. you're, you're borderlining a child 
like beatings, like what, uh, child, child abuse. There you go. Okay, <laughs> so I was just like, I was like, and I'm looking for an A word. <laughs> She's an awful human being. Just and I feel that she got off lightly by having Cinderella become the queen. <laughs> was like, well, I mean, great. Cinderella the is movie a, after the movie. But Cinderella didn't become the queen and go, oh, I'm queen now. Kill him. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you know, the, the next sure. day, the next day, like three knights show up at the door <laughs> with axes. <laughs> Bitch gotta go. <laughs> but whatever these for, the, the queen says, you know why. <laughs> Have you watched that trailer with uh, Kate Blanchett playing the evil stepmother? I have. Oh. Yeah, she... She gonna be a bitch. <laughs> anyway, but Mrs. Deagle really pissed yeah. me off tonight. But, like the, so, the, when her when she dies, I was yeah. The first I felt she got off light. Honestly, she should have been killed slightly more worse. The first fifteen, <laughs> maybe twenty minutes of the movie is just setting up the characters we're gonna revisit later. Yeah, yeah. There's but not a lot of interesting things going on other than character development. Yeah, but what's weird is, I mean, what, they spend a lot of time specifically. Well, maybe not actual time but they do really well to make mrs deagle uh uh, uh, just a fucking terrible person Mm -hmm. um and we see judge reinhold's got a little spot in this and he's a dick he don't get nothing like he never came back yeah yeah that's disappointing we get uh his uh tractor uh plowing uh mr Mr. Mr. mrs futterman mr plow Mm -hmm. um we get him and he's he seems kind of endearing um, he's, he's just a vet who's slightly, drunk a lot. Slightly racist, but... Slightly? Yeah, well, I'm being generous. <laughs> I mean, he's not racist as like the Southern people you mentioned <laughs> earlier, but he's up there. Like, <laughs> um, and he's like he's the one that we see in the sequel, but... He <laughs> clearly has, died in the yeah. first movie. Well, something happened. <laughs> and then there's a phone call later about something that happens at his house. We don't know who made that call. They could have lived. Dr. Well, Marinara. <laughs> Dr. Mario, I like to call him. Um, but it, it seems weird that the, all the time we spend with these other characters don't pay off as well as Mrs. Deagle. Well, yeah, you want to see her get Well, yeah, yeah. sure, sure. But, like, I really would have liked uh, Judge Reinhold to get it, too. Yeah. Well, I'd like to think fine. maybe he got his dick bit off by a gremlin or something. <laughs> the one in drag? Yeah, we'll put a pin in that. <laughs> we'll get to it. We'll get to it. <laughs> but... When Gizmo, you know, Corey Feldman spills water on Gizmo. Uh, you know, honestly, if you know there are rules, wouldn't you... He didn't know. Corey Feldman didn't no, know the rules. No, Corey Feldman didn't know. But no. Billy does, did know. And but it was an accident. Yeah, well, you know what? Accidents definitely caused issues. <laughs> Accidents happen. But, you know, when... I was a little irritated. Now, granted, now your girl brought up an interesting point in the movie, though, is I was concerned with how the maybe it's because I'm a fresh pet owner and watching an animal in pain upsets me. But watching Gizmo like Riding. essentially go through childbirth yeah. off his backside. Yeah. And, and, and they're more concerned with the growing ball like, of hate. Oh, look at this. I'm like, no one's consulting Gizmo. Billy drops Gizmo repeatedly. Blinds his eyes because he can't figure out the accident, light situation. Accident, accident. Yeah, but my point is, is Gizmo's very forgiving. By, oh, by the by, the Gizmo fourth is time, a saint. By the fourth time, I would have been like, "Get you, get your hands off me!" <laughs> <It's> like, Gizmo <laughs> is the Mother Teresa of fucking Mogwais. Who's <laughs> the only one, as far as we know? True. <laughs> there could be, I don't know, another Mogwai story somewhere else in America, right? Mogwai now. Pope. <laughs> 
driver in a little Barbie car with a little, oh, with a little shield on it. Yeah, it's got the shield on it. But the, the but just, he gets hit by holy water. <laughs> oh, but when even like when um, the, the 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 bad Mogwais become gremlins, which is which we've talked about, I think in in when we did Gremlins too. Like mm-hmm. it seems weird that Gizmo is so sweet and nice and forgiving, like we said, but every other fucking Mogwai or Gremlin to ever spawn from him is just a ball of evil? Maybe because he's so nice because he buries it down and that's his escaping release is the anger. That's why he continues to be so nice. That's what happens when you hold back the hate. Yeah, you spawn hatred. You spawn hatred. Uh, Tonight was the first time I've noticed that the uh, uh, Mogwai pod Looked very reminiscent of the uh, face hugger pod, which yeah. I, I until you made that joke, I was like, oh, that's fair. Um, I I think that's an interesting scene. That the birthing scene of of the gremlins is fun, and I, what I again never noticing tonight for this is an adult was, you know, Billy's at the high school mm-hmm. dealing with um, not Billy D. Williams who. You know, takes blood yeah, sample the, from the, the teacher that who by the, the way, science just teacher, a science teacher who's going to run tests. Yeah, well, what kind of test are you running? You looked at blood. Um, and you, you know what? You can tell. I can look at that creature and go, I bet the blood in that is not the same as mine. Yeah. There, I saved myself. I bet it's got tra- acid for blood. Yeah, I saved myself the trouble of injecting it and with pain. But what are you going to look at it under a microscope and be like, huh? So that's what that looks like, right? Well, you notice Billy never called anybody when he found the dead teacher. No, he never tells, like, when we get to the cops later, he doesn't no, yeah. say that shit. That teacher stay dead until winter break is over. Yeah. Like, the, the kids come in Monday morning. Oh. Oh, no. So class is canceled, right? Like, <laughs> So I'm getting an A, right? <laughs> but when he calls his mom, and his mom is, you know, making cookies, and, and, and she hears things upstairs. Like, mm-hmm. she's... Aware that something is amiss. There's there's um, a noise in, in the right. house, not someone she knows. Right. She and, goes into defense and, mode. And I enjoyed the mom killing all the gremlins because she is like on a flip of a dime. Oh. She goes into murder rage. Like defense she, mode, yeah. but yes. But she you knows she blenders that one, microwaves the other, like, stabs the one like a fucking champ. Yeah. Like she is so fucking competent. And <laughs> like you mentioned, like how quickly she is to murder, yeah. how quickly she just goes to like, oh, look, a monster. I'm going to turn the blender on. Yeah. I got to protect my home. Yeah. Never is there a moment of, what's that? I wonder if it's dangerous. Yeah, no. I wonder if I can uh, communicate with it. Well, maybe she got the clue because Billy yelled, get out of the house. So she knew something but, was wrong. Well, okay. Well, he sounded panicked, but I thought, I think he gets cut off before. Well, he, he does get cut off by the gremlins that know. But before, which, by the way, as I brought up in the last podcast, I love how the gremlins are born into existence with full capability of electronics, yeah. uh, mechanical situation. Oh, they can wiring, convert yeah. PC to Mac. Like, they're that good, you know? Um, but I did enjoy when the mom pulled the double blades. Yeah. Like, she pulled two knives she, out. And she, you made the statement how awesome it would be if one had turned around backwards. Yeah, she just flips one and in you're just like, backwards. oh, mom's got a past. <laughs> like, that that one moment would tell you so much about a character. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, she goes, she 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 proves to you by doing this one dumb action. Like she's competent with the blade. <laughs> like, what did I say in the movie? Also, I should be a motherfucking black mamba. Yeah. <laughs> and she goes out and, the, and meets the, the gremlin down on the, on the, on the, the baseball field at 3 a.m. 
them to have a knife fight. Yeah. Um, that tree attacks her, and she's doing pretty good. Yeah. But the tree overwhelms her, and then, you know, Billy has to cut the head off of the gremlin. But at that point, she's taken out three. three. Yeah. He took out one. Single-handedly? Yeah. Like, if Mom's you, if, number one. If you take the movie theater out, which is just a big one shot, you got lucky, you got a yeah. if you did. Um, yeah. Mom is way more competent a killer than, than anybody else, anyone in, this else in this movie, yeah. which I think is actually really awesome because she yeah. never freaks out. No, like they, she's scared, yeah. but she holds her shit. Yeah, take mom, or I mean, get rid of fucking Phoebe Cates. She ain't bringing nothing to the oh, table man, except Phoebe depression. Cates. Oh, whose decision was it for her character to be like that? Was like was it Christopher Columbus? Was he like you know what'll make this movie even darker? Or is he like secretly this evil dark humor guy that's just like you know what's really funny? People that die in Santa Claus costumes. You know, what? leaving your kid at home and having <laughs> robbers come to kill him. It's fair. He has an evil streak in him. But like every scene, even in part two, she's like, oh, we can't talk about Abraham Lincoln's birthday. And you're like, seriously? Number two... It's funny. There's yeah. a joke about it, but... Number two makes fun of number one. Because number two knows what it is. Yeah. But, it, it like, she is the constant depression in this movie. Like, even... It's the scene in the bar in the beginning when he's like, oh, I didn't know you worked here, too. Yeah, I work here for free weeknights. Oh, God, even that is pathetic. It's like, <laughs> she's... she's <laughs> She's kind of meek and just, I mean, just, just kind of meek. a soft. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I, I guess meek just kind of really wraps her up pretty well. She's so meek and such a, I guess, a pushover that when the gremlins bust into the bar she's working at, she stays. She's fucking serving them. Like, I asked you, maybe she couldn't get out and just figured, well, I'm trapped here. I'll keep them happy I as long as, as, long as I can. Right. Because, again, no one's running from these creatures. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, you're right. The bar scene is, I think, where you said it best during the movie is that, oh, someone saw this and said, how about we make a whole movie about just this one scene? Yeah, there's so much we see again we later. I mean... It, it is kind of weird, and that's where I think the movie takes a distinctive change. Up until when Stripe falls into the pool. The YMCA pool. And turns into the army yeah. of gremlins. Which, if you think about it, wouldn't that just be a constant flow of gremlins coming out of there? I guess eventually they get bored. I don't know. Like, because there should be always one in water. Yeah, like it should just be constantly Yeah, but anyway, that's, that's not really the issue. But... That's where the movie, I think, turns from like dark comedy to kind of comedy for about thirty minutes. It's comedy wacky, yeah. like like as you pointed out at one point when Stripe hits his head and he and you hear the bird noises. Yeah. Clearly, it's supposed to symbolize the birds going around your yeah. head when you get knocked out, and he makes the like head move, but we don't get cartoon yeah. birds. What? But because we're so understanding of what a Warner Brothers cartoon yeah. is, we're like, oh, he's got the cartoon birds heads. You know? For yeah, you're right. For about thirty minutes, when there is a large gang of them, it's all wacky nonsense. Yeah, it's it's dressing up in clothes in the bar. It's putting on the the jazz music and having that one shot of that one oh, like fedora. The, 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 and the French. The, he, he looks very 1940s you, noir gremlin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
like okay. yeah, but it ends with a gremlin with puppets. Yeah. Well, it's it's it's, it's never it's never that like this section of of movie. There's a flash funny. dance rip off of a gremlin yeah. of this. I I can't. It's, it, I, it's and it's great. It is, it is really <laughs> fucking great. That gremlin had great gams. <laughs> sure did. But like that's for where, being a dude. That's where all the cross dressing all, all dudes. <laughs> They're asexual. I, I so. would like to think, like, I want to follow the, the drag queen gremlin. I want to know his story. Like, did he, when he came out of the pool, was he just like, I feel different? <laughs> and, like, instantly went to, like, a store, put on earrings, a furry 50s hat. He was dressed like Mrs. Deagle, like, like, like put on a fur coat, and then was like, I'm going to go be Stripes or Stripe. Stripe, Stripe, Spike, Stripe, Stripe's girlfriend. I think Spike is the second one. Whatever, Stripe's girlfriend, and and, and accuse other ones of cheating at poker. Like, <laughs> like she's his girl Friday. <laughs> now that we're talking about it, in my brain, in my brain, he was at Mrs. Deagle's uh, place setting up the. Oh, the, that's when it happened. Chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He happened to fall into like a mink coat, and he's he's just feeling it for a second. Yeah. He's like, "This is nice." He's like, he goes, "I feel right." I feel, this, I feel right for the first time in my 30 minutes of life. <laughs> I think this this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. This is me now. Uh, it's, it's weird. But once they all die uh, in the movie theater, then it goes kind of back. It goes back to what kind the movie of a, was originally. A creepier... Yeah. Creature feature. Creature feature, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I do love when Miss Steele gets it, though. Well, but I mean, in that specific, they spend so much time hating right, her. Right, but in that scene, though, like even up, she has no remorse. Like even up to her death, she was about to pour hot water or cold water, whatever. She's gonna throw on a wall on carolers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, people bringing joy to the masses. Yeah. Oh, it, but did you see? She got excited. She was like, she's like, I got what's coming. Yeah, to she's them. like, I hear Christmas carolers. Mm. <laughs> like, like, you're not, I'm just like she's so cartoony evil. She's like Mr. Burns. Yes, but she's <laughs> she's Cruella Burns Scrooge. But Mick Scrooge. She, Mick she she hyphened, she hyphened the name when she got married. Oh well, yeah, of course. But like that. But the, you know the Gremlins. You know she gets flied out of her remote control chair. Yeah. Which, you you're like how long is that fucking hallway stair? Oh, yeah. it, <laughs> it's as long as the runway and Fast Six. It just keeps going. <laughs> I do remember that scene kind of freaking me out as a kid. There's a lot. This like that, that specific I, one. Look, my parents bless their hearts. It was the '80s. We didn't know. The previews for this, if I remember right, did not show the evil creatures all that often. It was all the funny stuff. It was all the cute gremlins and hats and glasses. <laughs> right. I remember we went and saw this in the theater like opening weekend. Oh no, things did not go well. <laughs> like, I would not sleep for days. What are you, like six? Oh, yeah. Five? five or six. Okay. Like oh, yeah, I saw all that shit with you. Yeah. Because, but unlike. Because we didn't have a PG 13 yet. Funny, you should have mentioned that. I know. First PG movies Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. This is the second PG movie. Coincidental, both Steven Spielberg presents. <laughs> <laughs> what did we learn from that? Spielberg likes to change things. He likes to push uh, push the envelope. PG thirteen, Red Dawn. A month later, <laughs> like, wow, they really uh, rolled out with those new uh, ratings. Eighty four and eighty five were like two huge movie years for like stuff that's yeah. still in the zeitgeist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it makes me very. Uh, I remember like we we watched all these movies. Ghostbusters scared the shit out of me. Ghostbusters one creeped me out. I thought Zool was. It. 
like in my closet forever. Mm. And even to this day when I watch it every year, I still kind of get a little tingy when the arms come out and grab Shagoni's booty. <laughs> like it's just like that could happen at any point. <laughs> like, <laughs> Absolutely, pal. <laughs> uh, there is, uh, stop the movie for a minute, Australia and Germany had theme parks. What? That had Gremlins, Gremlins rides. rides. It was I, like Gremlins take over the great movie rides. It was like they would show you things from famous movies, but uh, the Gremlins destroyed them. I feel like, like, Knott's or Universal... Well, it like, would have been a Six Flags thing because it's the Warner Brothers. Okay, other than like Six Flags, I feel, I feel like that's kind of familiar. Uh, they may have done something similar here, but overall, they were in those theme parks. Huh. Um, followed this just tickled me. The Police Academy stunt show. Oh wow! How was that? I wonder. <laughs> <laughs> Did they have Michael Winslow? <laughs> I do think that it's funny, in all the Universal Studios years that I've been going, the first stunt show, well, they had two. You know, They had the Wild Wild West stunt show that was always there. I never saw that one. And then at the main stunt show, the first time I saw it, it was the A-Team stunt show. <laughs> then we went back a couple years later, and it was the Miami Vice stunt show. Oh. And then in the castle, they had a Conan stunt show for a while. Oh. But then... It has been the Waterworld stunt show yeah. for like 25 Which years. Which is so fucking weird. And it still packs it every time. I that mean, movie is not that great. I guess. To have a 25 year stunt show <laughs> legacy. I, I guess, you know what? You gotta pay off that bill somehow. <laughs> this true. is, this is the equivalent of doing the dishes in the back of, of the restaurant when you can't pay your tab. <laughs> like it is, I mean, I've seen it. Uh, it, is, it is neat, it's impressive. But it does seem weird. You mean the show, not the, the show. movie. No. Oh, okay. So I was, I was going to say, really? You think no. you thought the movie was impressive and neat? <laughs> so I don't know. Like there was. Who the fuck? Who the fuck was that? That's Costner. Not Costner. Who's the other one? Dennis Hopper. Hopper. That's the one. Yeah, there's a lot going on in that movie. Well, I mean, it's Mad Max on the water. We should see that movie. I don't want to. We should see that movie. But the uh, back to Gremlins, but. You're right. When they ramp up the insanity for that 30 minutes, and then it goes right back into the the standard horror creature feature. Yeah. when the kind they, of creature in the darkness yeah, popping out. Yeah, when they have to go get Stripe in the drugstore or the equivalent it's of Walmart. It's a department Walmart. store. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's pretty much a, a m- small-town Walmart. M- Montgomery Wards. Yeah. <laughs> Candy in the front, sports in the middle, gardening in the back. But, like, I had forgotten how hardcore that fight kind of gets. Like... Billy's losing a lot of that fight. Oh yeah, he's pretty yeah. much he's always on the defensive. He takes a fucking arrow to the arm. I kind of didn't remember he took an arrow to the I arm. D- I totally forgot about that. Uh, or the chainsaw on the bike. I do remember the, the chainsaw. The bike when he's ho- remember the, when, he, when he picks up a bike, a ten speed, and uses it to block the block. It would have worked better than the fucking. Bat yeah, that he, he uses a bat like, but he walked in. He knows he's going to battle a creature. He just picks up a wooden bat and takes off his jacket. No, sir. You're in the sporting goods department. You got to get you two fucking, knives. Oh. You got to flip one so everyone knows you you can handle yourself. I want to put on gear. I want to. I want to armor up. Oh, I want to armor up. I want to put a jock strap bars. on. I, mean, I would have been like, I would have. I would have looked like Casey Jones, like <laughs> hockey mask, two things sticking out my back. I got a bat and a machete. I'm like, I'm fucking. I mean, I would have taken out Spike better. You know what? In- Stripe. Spike in, stripe. <laughs> in a comic book world where IDW keeps putting like Ghostbusters and Ninja Turtles and Transformers and all the these, Gremlins should have a comic book. 
They should cross over with like Ninja Turtles. And fuck it, yeah, Ninja Turtles, Ghostbusters, and Gremlins all cross over. I don't know if I want to read that book. I don't like the Gremlins, like Zool's back controlling the Gremlins. I, the Gremlins are, are like Zool's army. I just feel that Zool would have a better army. The Gremlins are pretty competent. They do yeah, kill several night. people. Well, it's, it's like, all right, we, we do we do like you said, the 30 days of night. Oh, yeah, that's part three, it, yeah, 30 days like, of night of Gremlins. So in, in, in the Gremlins 3 movie we've, we've conceivably uh, come up with, uh, we find the Lady Mogwai, even though it makes no sense. Cause, it's a love story. Because uh, Mogwais are asexual. Um, they're, it's in Alaska, so mm-hmm. there's 30 days of night. There's no, like, you take the weakness away from Yeah, the, and then the here's your stupid thought. Yeah. Uh, which I forgot again. Human hybrid gremlins. Oh, yes, the human hybrid. Like once you're bit by a gremlin, it's kind of like a werewolf yeah. thing. A were-gremlin. Were-gremlin. <laughs> well, it's better than a were-mogwai. Because then you'll just look like the beast. Yeah. But cuter. Um, not blue fur. You know what? Let's talk about... I, I know we talked about it in Gremlins too, and how um, the, the um, puppetry I thought you were talking about up. the beast. I was like, really? You want to bring out the beast right no, now? No, no, no. <laughs> I love you, Ron Perlman. Um, no, like the, the we talked about the puppetry Not that beast. No, X Men. Oh, that one. <laughs> <laughs> so when you hear the word beast, your automatic first thought is Beauty the Beast with Ron Perlman. Well, when I'm with you, I have to keep my range within a certain time period. There are only three beasts. There is Ron Perlman. There is Hank McCoy, and there's that French prince that turns into a beast of Beauty and the Beast. The Disney movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess, and if you want to count Once Upon a Time, it's <laughs> still Skin Beast. <laughs> Is he the beast? No. Yeah, oh, he's he, the beast, too. No, there's a beast in that one. No, nope, he's one. the beast. What? Yeah, he's the beast, the crocodile, and Rumpelstiltskin. There's oh. a lot of mixing of their stories. Huh. You know what? I did see that. I remember that now. Do, do you see what's coming out? Coming happen? Look, I'm gonna lay it out. I love Once Upon a Time. I can't help it. I think it is awful. Surprise! Yeah, surprise, surprise! Surprise! That I like fairy tales. I go to Disney all the time. Shut the fuck up. I like it. So Once Upon a Time. This 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 happened this the past week on their uh, winter finale. Frozen left. They dealt with that shit. It's gone. Oh, now. gone already. Yeah, Frozen. Wow. They let it go. So Frozen's now. You're staring me down. <laughs> you fucking said it. So they bring on Cruella DeVille. They bring on Maleficent and Ursula, which completely makes sense because Rumpelstiltskin, evil, magic, here's two more witches, right? Hey, side positive, the tentacles looked pretty good for ABC primetime. I was pretty impressed. They were slimy. Grim does pretty good for shit like that. Right. Okay, Cruella DeVille. Yeah? Yeah. Um, So the other three are magic. So what's she bringing to the table? Money? A car? Yeah, Hatred of car. animals? <laughs> badass car. I'm just like, what, what is she bringing? I, yeah, I don't know. Like, I thought Maleficent was dead. You can't kill pure evil. Come on, man. Okay. And you have to say it like the movie. Her- Maleficent. <laughs> I'm not saying it how Angelina Jolie says it. <laughs> she says it so stupid. She's so dramatic. I am Maleficent. <laughs> oh, stop it. <laughs> But really, and then I read an article today. There, someone addressed it. They were like, "So, Corella, so what's she up to?" <laughs> and they were so saying, "What's her role in they all said, this?" They, the, the creators like it's very dark, something with animal skins. And I was like, "Okay, so she takes the shape of a dog at one point to kill someone." I'm out. That seems too weird. Does it? <laughs> 
that the crocodile, the beast, and the, and the Rumpelstiltskin all the same I, character. I, I did, I did, I did get that. I got that. I see what they were doing. I see yes, exactly. I, I felt they did it well. It's fine. Now I don't know. Maybe like when she makes a coat of minks, she can turn into a mink. Or does she wear a wolf coat? And she can turn into a wolf. Yeah, sure. Maybe I'll buy shit like that. Why not? Um, <laughs> I just like the idea that she's just. Fr- Here's the other thing: when they when she shows up. Now, Grant, it's a fairy tale world. She's from a contemporary movie. So, Rumpelstiltskin dressed all in his crocodile bullshit. Ursula, you know, tentacle woman. Maleficent in the black number. 1970s fur coat <laughs> and, like, dress. I was like, you're out of place. I, I, I feel like <laughs> Which she... Which one of these isn't like the other? I feel like what, like like she would have like ran over somebody on the way or something. Like, that's her weapon. But there are no cars in the mystic world of Forest. Uh, oh. Yeah. I'm only, yeah, well, I'm only thinking of her... No, um, this is in the... In the, the, in, the, the fairy tale forest. World? Yeah, the fantasy world. Sorry, maybe I should have mentioned it earlier. Is now you can be on my boat. The fuck? Yeah. Right? Are you with me now? Yeah. But I will admit that they did find the cutest Dalmatian with two blue eyes and the dots were right over the eyes so it looked like it was wearing a little mask. Makeup. Cute. Why are you going to ruin it like that, man? Because well, TV's fake. Look, look, Dalmatians are adorable, but goddamn, are they stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I, Inbred to all oh, man, shit. Watch what just run into a wall. <laughs> You're just like, oh, look at you. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, welcome to Once Upon a Time Issues. <laughs> so, <laughs> Gremlins. Do you think it's gross? When it jumps back out at the end and it melts into like a cheese platter on the ground. No grosser than they actually are. Like they're... It's not as gross as when part two, when they all explode. Oh, when they're melting, singing New York. Yeah. You wanted to talk about the animatronics. I did. how yeah. awesome they are. <laughs> we got real sidetracked. Um, this movie, how, how, how far does this predate to? By about 10 like, years. By 10, oh, that's shit. oh, fuck, that's right. Well, I mean, 84, 92, whatever that is. You did the math. Eight yeah. um, enough that it, that technology definitely yeah. had improved, and and two definitely has better animatronics, and mm-hmm. they fucking show it to you. Uh, but like this, still feel really, and this has got stop motion in it. Yeah, and it's good still, stop motion. Uh, it's it, it's good for the time. We're I think it still stands up. It, it mean, still it still does really well. All you of, remember, you're talking to a kid that likes practical yeah. effects, though. Oh, you and me both, buddy. No, but I'm just saying, like, uh, that's my problem, is if they do a new one, granted, CG. wide shots, all CG is fine, but the close-up when they're fighting them and stuff, it better be a fucking puppet, because it's like, I'll know get Andy not... Circus in a mocap suit. Yeah, it's like, oh, God, Andy Circus is, <laughs> is all the gremlins. If he's the female gremlin, I want to see outtakes. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of a green suit, they put him in a pink suit. Well, that's just rude. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know that was the line. No, because that's not how film works. It's got to be green or blue. It's, it's how that works. Oh. <laughs> like um, Gizmo's uh, face is still super expressive. Mm, the puppets um, are really good in it. Yeah, like it's it's still solid work. Yeah, no, I agree. I just yeah. think it's you know. I just want to give props to them. Like, no, I you know it's it's one of the it's it's. I think it's just gross. He melts. He looks like cheese. <laughs> he just looked like cheese. I was like, like more a cheese. <laughs> like a skeleton made of brie in a hot day? No, no. What it, oh, brie. No, I was like, oh, when it melts, it just looked like a, like you're making a grilled cheese sandwich. You're just going to flip it. <laughs> like, 
You had I don't know issues. What kind of cheese sandwiches you make? Awesome ones with several different kinds of cheeses. Um, moving back to the movie, the you had issues with Barney, his dog, that is suddenly not his best friend. Uh, well, I think the dog had issues with uh, with Billy and Gizmo's <laughs> budding relationship. Um, honestly, I don't know the point of of the dog and why he is even in this movie. So that we could have feel sorry for the dog when the gremlins pushed him out of the window. Uh, I think that's a scene for us to know, oh, they're really fucking evil. They put that dog outside that window. Yeah. It's so... It's it's honestly useless, like, going through the whole movie at this point. It is useless. I remember the dog, but I didn't remember that the dog's not really in the movie. I think it's one of those situations, look, you're looking at the Norman Rockwell urban setting mm, and every a family point. has a dog okay, that's a good so point, it's probably because the movie is clearly a twist on the nuclear family look yeah. how cute all this is look at this destruction that comes through when we blow up stuff yeah by the way billy and uh, um kate mm-hmm. uh they blow up uh they, they do some felonies in this movie <laughs> they like, blow up the movie they theater, blow up a theater which honestly you know do they mention the next day do they go oh by the way we stopped all those things or do they just let things all, play yeah, out. All disappear. All fade away. Because it's it's, it's it's the eighties. There's not a lot of video cameras out anymore. There's only two. Isn't that great? There's only two cops, and they were in a car accident. Yeah, talk about those fuckers. <laughs> but awful. but I'm just saying, like, no one mentions <laughs> Billy did a felony. What's, and then when the old man comes at the end and takes Gizmo back, now granted, he should make them feel bad. They did fuck up. But he lays it on real thick. Like, white people can't handle the Mugwai. <laughs> well, I don't think Westerners, I don't who think are majority white, can't handle the Mugwai. Well, I don't think it came across that way. You uh, said, after he you threw the money down on the ground. <laughs> and then he gets all fortune cookie when he fucking like, oh, he could understand them? Oh, you can understand all if you just listen. Oh, shut up. Don't we feel guilty enough all it is that our town's burning down around us and it's all my <laughs> fault Confucius had to throw it back in our face. <laughs> like that we're also poor human beings as well as bad pet owners. <laughs> Like, you know that my guilt is going to be terrible? Me, me, Billy, alone is the cause of all this. Because I spilled water people one are de- night. People are dead people because are of the mistakes dead. he made. Yes. No one talks about that. <laughs> Nor do they talk about P.P. Gates' terrible dead holiday story. So it's also, like, also an unneeded aspect of this movie. <laughs> it does stop the movie cold. It does. Like, it's, just like Chris Evans saying he knows what baby tastes like, it stops yeah. that movie cold. You're just like, oh. You hear the record scratch. <laughs> that would have been amazing in the movie. Like, even the movie becomes it's, meta. It's almost They're like, that movie. We know. <laughs> it almost is that movie that would do it. Yeah. Especially part two. Yeah. I find it. I Which, find of it, course, as you said, is making fun of part one in some aspects. Yeah. It, it pulls directly from this one, from the 30 minutes of bonkers. Uh, I find it weird that um, in kind of the begin, opening and closing narration, warning you about gremlins, mm-hmm. about how when your TV's on the fritz or the, the oven is doing whatever, the washing machine spits out, like, Automatically assume it's a creature yeah. and not just a bat. Tur- turn on the lights, <laughs> grab two knives, and check under the bed. Like it seems really, it seems really weird that you would imply that this is a real danger and not like this kind of one circumstance that happened in this one town. Well, also tying this back to like 
real, uh, like olden times, like a, a gremlin, like that's a, that's kind of a real um, superstition. Like the the um, the Twilight Zone episode directly yeah. takes from that. Mm-hmm. The gremlin on the wing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he wasn't all cute, cuddly uh, William Shatner teddy bear. He was fucking frightening, scary ass John Lithgow gremlin. They're both pretty awful in their own rights. This John Lithgow scared me as a kid. I don't know. I found the other. And one the much, gremlin scared much, me too. Much, much much scarier by the other one. Really? It's a dude in a really weird suit who just but, looks creepy. But I could like it reminds me of like um, the Shining, like when the doors all open and there's like a the bear giving a blowjob to someone. Like it's that weird to me. <laughs> like that's how it felt. Yeah. Like at least I think it's the Shining. I I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's all like I could I could see the man in the suit when it was William Shatner. So I'm like, oh okay. My brain can dissect this. I think in my world monsters are easier to to relate. Where I'm like, where men dress up in terrible suits. I'm like, oh that's frightening. (laughs) But the Gremlin in John Lithgow is scary. I'm not going to deny that. And and this Gremlins movie frightened me as a kid. No, my father made the terrible mistake. My mom said he wants you know he wants a poster of the Gremlins. Oh, so you get the one coming out of the Christmas yeah, he gave uh, me the fucking present. monster poster. <laughs> he was in my closet for years. Not Because I, I didn't want to look at it. I closed it. Not the cute gizmo with no. the shadow of the monster? No, because, you know, when my mom says go get a Gremlins poster, yeah. he did. In his defense, he did appropriately he sure did. what he, he did. Sure did. He just didn't understand that there was two. <laughs> Terrible parents. <laughs> Showed me all kinds of stuff I should have seen. Uh, I, I got Freddy once young and they knew from then on I can't handle it <laughs> I did not get into horror movies until I was a teenager oh they I, they show me Alien well my fault I asked well yeah. no they, they, they should know you're, you're not ready to handle that kind of nonsense <laughs> well, apparently I wasn't because <laughs> I would run from all the, from light to light in the house because whatever was in the darkness is what's going to get yeah. you <laughs> Isn't that where when you're a kid, like you rationalize, like, oh, I'm in the light, I'm okay. It's okay, yeah. But I mean, sometimes it's not okay. (laughs) It does help. In the movies, it does help. I'm just saying. It's when you're in the darkness, in the moonlight, that's when. If I was a kid today that was still impressionable by darkness and I watched the library, that Doctor Who episode, I would never walk in shadow again. (laughs) (laughs) That would be creepy. (laughs) It's like, like, Uh, so, uh, what are your Christmas but not Christmas movies? What do you like to watch with your family that maybe some hardcore Christmas people may go, oh, you watched that for Christmas? And you go, yeah, we're awesome. Um, go ahead and send us an email. Let us know. Drop a line over at the Facebook page, the Twitter, all that good stuff. Uh, we've got one more week left of, of, of the fun, festive holidays of Christmas. Yule. <laughs> The season of Yule. The season of Yule. Um, and then we have our wrap-up show, which we talk about all the year. Everything that happened in 2014. It's a real quick show, because not a lot happened this year. Lots happened. <laughs> but it will be fun. So uh, join us next week. We will see you next week, of course. Well, not physically. We'll hear you we next week. We won't see you. We've actually, we've never seen you. We've seen pictures of some of you. We've seen, yeah. We, You're we've, all beautiful people. We have stalked your Facebook profiles. Well, that's because we get bored and some of you are really hot. Creepy. Just saying. So we will see you next week. Bye.